What is up? Happy Monday. Uh, welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Today we're doing the Mailbox Monday, where we answer all of your questions. Uh, we like to keep it raw and cut. Just give our kind of straight up feedback right from the source. Today we're going to switch it up. We're going to ask each other questions because uh, why not? We think it'll be a lot of fun. So first and foremost, uh, Kyle, what would you say is the best gym accessory you've ever bought? The best gym accessory I've ever bought? Oh, man. That is a tough one. I'm, I know. I came to me. Like, I, I honestly have not bought too many gym accessories. I'm trying to think. I've got Olympic lifting squat shoes. I don't use those anymore. Even over the years, ab wheels, yeah. back grips, ab belts. To be completely honest with you guys, like, I have bought a few, okay? I'm not, like, the type who goes out and buys everything, but um, they're really... I'm going to have to say the lifting belt. There we go, mm. okay? So there's a few things that, you know, I have. Wrist wraps, Yeah. I'm gonna have to say the insert. For me, it's lasted about three plus years now. Um, I use it when I squat and I deadlift. Uh, you know, it's just been pretty consistent. It's something I actually use, right? So there's a lot of things a lot of people will buy, such as let's say a slingshot and they'll use it like once or twice. And uh, it's just like a big waste of money. But for me, it's something I've actually kind of utilized and um, used throughout my training career. And to add on to that, what's the dumbest thing you bought? There's got to be something really stupid. Something really dumb. I'm trying to think for myself, but like, oh, man. there has um, to be something. Even think like to your earliest days or the running days. Like, what is something stupid you had and you towed it around? And oh man, actually, no, I was gonna say my battle ropes, but I, I actually use those a lot. <laughs> that that might be <laughs> my one? dumbest. I bought. Oh, yeah? I, I paid like maybe forty or fifty bucks for battle ropes only. But I think I used them once. Yeah. Do you have them? I have mine. I use them a lot. I mean, not a lot, but if I go to the stadium once in a while, I will. And then for clients, because I'll go train them, like, at their houses or at condos and stuff. So once in a while, I'll use it. You've used them. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that wasn't a... I'd say fat grips, even. Yeah. Like, there's so many things where, like, they come out and it's like, you need this accessory. Like, this is going to change your life. Like, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And then you use it, like, once or twice. And I guess that's a lot of consumerism. But that's, yeah. I, but then again, like, some of these things I'm sure people would use all the time or yeah. every day, right? Like, yeah. it just depends on your style. Yeah, I guess teach your own depends on your situation. But that was a good question, man. That caught me off guard. Um, if I were to come up to you in the gym and just ask you, you know, obviously you've got uh, arms over 19 inches if I were to say man I just need like a simple tip like just what's one thing you'd recommend for me to do that's a good question I like it well I think a big thing that people forget or actually have never learned is the triceps the bigger part of the arm so it's usually like a common thing you'll hear is 60% tricep 40% bicep because a lot of people think I want big arms and they just slam their biceps like crazy and your arms just won't look as thick unless you really train those triceps and triceps can take a beating so you want to train them heavy my personal uh, favorite exercise something I think will really really help with arm development I like to do skull crushers with um, I like easy bar if you have any pain definitely go over to the dumbbell um, so I'll do easy bar for about 12 reps, pretty heavy, on a decline, and then right into that I'll go into a close grip uh, bench press using that same easy bar, and I'll bang out 15 reps, and it is an absolute arm killer. Uh, it's been massive for me, and it's changed the game. Um, okay, so for you, let's go uh, number one tip to improve vascularity, because that's your, that's your forte. I know we made a video on it, so yeah. you get one tip. Okay, so I'm going to have to say 
just lower your body fat and uh, you know here's a disclaimer it's not gonna work for everyone some people could be 8% body fat and and still not see vascularity but I would say it's definitely important if you're 25% there's just really no chance of you having your veins show but uh, on top of that I know he said one tip I would say increase your muscle mass as well um, so those are two things I'm pretty passionate on to help increase your vascularity uh, for you Josh what is the dumbest mistake you have made in the gym, whether it's you dropped a weight, whether it's you, you know, embarrass yourself. What did you do? Oh, uh, embarrass myself? Okay, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the best story. I've told this to Kyle a lot. It was funny. So, first year university, I'm in the gym. I, I felt like I was the deal, man. Like, I was pretty strong. I'd come in, rep 405 a bit, right? And I was uh, going to the gym with then my, like, uh, now girlfriend. And I wanted to show off a little, right? Like show how strong I was and I could rep this 405. So I got in the habit of not really using clips. It's kind of a dumb habit, but for instance, I still don't really think you need to bench with clips if you're even. And the argument for not benching with clips, at least, is if you get stuck, you can kind of push the weights off you. Um, but for squat, you should definitely use them. I don't know why I was getting lazy and not using them. It was a pretty stupid decision because if you've ever used like Olympic bumper plates, they slide. Their purpose is they slide very cleanly on the bar, whereas normal plates, you can slide them on, don't get me wrong, but it's not as smooth. So I hit a rep, came up, I guess the weight started shifting to the left, so I tried to lean to the right to even it out, and then the weight basically just slingshot, probably flew about 10 feet, 405 pounds, the bar just got sent, hit a rowing machine, thankfully no one was there, and I just felt like the biggest idiot. It was literally the dumbest thing I think I've ever done in my life in the gym, and I, I hope it's the last dumb thing I've ever done, because I was just so dumb, like it was so stupid, but it's such a good story, so. That's that's a really funny one for me and uh, definitely use clips when you're squatting bench You can get away with it and yeah, unless you're using Olympic plates do not play around. Yeah, be smart. Um Yeah, especially when it's that heavy man. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that, that could have been bad It could have been very bad, but thankfully I'm good and that's what it's all about you do something dumb you learn Okay for you Kyle if you could have anyone's physique Anyone natural or unnatural like who would it be? Like, what do you think is like the perfect oh, physique man. to you? That is, that is a tough question. Honestly, like, it's I'm gonna have to one. say, I'm gonna have to say someone like Steve Cook. I, I thought you'd say. Steve I think Cook. mainly because his arms are massive. You don't look at him and think he looks like gross, and he's still shredded. Like, I think it's just like literally a perfect physique. I think he's very well proportioned, well balanced. And you know, if I could achieve something like that, I mean, obviously he's gotta be taking something to be at the level he's at, but mm -hmm. uh, I think it's, you know, fairly low dose. And um, <laughs> he does he does look solid. Like I, I think that's what I would choose. He's I'm curious to hear what you'd think. Even Just though. a little man crush Monday for everyone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> for, for me, it'll always be, and it's such a cliche, but to me, the perfect physique is Arnold. Arnold. I knew you were gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, Arnold just I mean he's he's my height he's my weight like yeah. it's it's cool and Arnold's been very open about taking things and that's unfortunate because that's something I have no intention to do and to anyone listening to this if you're ever debating steroids like so many people come to me and be like oh should I take it and like in my opinion I'm pretty big Am I insanely massive? No, but I, I got a good amount of muscle and I've been able to achieve that naturally and it's just not worth it at the expense. Like you see all these people that were really taking a lot of juice, I guess, or even a little bit of juice and you see how unhealthy they are now and like just a lot of complications with their organs and their everything. Like if you're doing this, 
of course you want to look good, but you're doing this to be healthy. Don't deprive yourself of that by jumping on a bunch of stuff. I mean, if you do and you understand the consequence, that's on you. That's fine. You do you. But that's my takeaway. But once again, yeah, Arnold, he's got really wide shoulders, small waist. He, yeah. just, he had a good look to him for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, so let's say, you know, I see a lot of people who bench very uncomfortably. I'm wondering, you know, a simple tip. For someone who just really doesn't seem to be able to understand what they're doing wrong on the bench press, just something that you could kind of give them in a couple words or sentences to like just, you know, nail down to help fix their bench press. Uh, so for me, like even playing hockey or football or anything like that, if you stand up straight with your knees locked and someone pushes you, you'll tip over so fast but if you're bending down low and posturing your back you're harder to push over so it's about stancing yourself so a lot of people's bench is really ugly because they're really uneven and first and foremost that's going to be with their hand placement <laughs> it's amazing because to me it's so obvious your hands need to be symmetrical but i'll have clients do it all the time they'll be very unbalanced and out of place mm -hmm. and it's very surprising to me that like people don't notice it or don't put as much importance on it but you need that good hand placement and then you really need to posture your back so when when I say that, you're going to squeeze your back tight, roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, bring your legs in, and just get really tight in that strong position so you can have a clean press and you're not wobbling all over the bench and trying to do it. That's my, yeah, my so, quick tip. So getting tight, that's huge. Okay, here's one for you. Since this is the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast, not the Bodybuilder podcast, that's true. this is something that interests me and it's something you would be able to answer and I wouldn't. If I wanted to get into running, which I don't, yeah. I hate running. I'll put that on record. Mm -hmm. I wish I liked it. I'm mm -hmm. not good at it, but so Kyle used to be a long distance runner in uh, high school, but if I wanted to, how could I get better at it? How could I improve? What are your tips to eventually be able to like, let's say do half marathon like or half, something? Yeah, I'd say, um, there's quite a few things I'd say, honestly, just to like ease into it. Um, you know, for me personally, what I used to do was just a lot of mileage runs. So to get to be able to run 20 K, which I've done quite a few times, That's you know, crazy. we would, we would start with, um, basically we would run down this certain road. Uh, our coach would calculate it and it would be about four kilometers, let's say. So we did that about three times a week. Next week he'd increase us to maybe one time five kilometers, two times four kilometers. So just slowly progressing. It's like fitness. It's like building strength in a way. You're just kind of getting used to that volume, right? So um, essentially just kind of like building up to that threshold that you can handle and on top of that another big thing is also um, intensity workouts so what I mean by that is occasionally what we would do on top of like mileage runs is actual like circuit training so let's say five by 1000 meter um, you know runs at 80% or 70% so um, I think that's like something that you know someone should focus on but the big thing for someone that's like a beginner would just be to get out there to time yourself to try to get better to try to run more but don't go too hard don't try to run 20k on the first day just build up to that threshold and you should be successful and then to add on to that even though this isn't the best question but I think it's something a lot of people would wonder is how do you just keep going and not stop I've tried to do it and eventually I'm just like screw this, I'm done, I can't keep going. Because to me, like lifting, you know, it's eight, 12 rep, whatever, like yeah. you're in some rep scheme, you have that. Whereas when you're jogging, it's just, in my mind, it's so repetitive and nulling and, you know, like how mm -hmm. do you just keep yourself going till you're done and like, 
I don't know if that's easy to answer. No, it's but. it's tough. It's just and the funny thing is running's very mental because like you're by yourself sometimes for like yeah, twenty it's minutes. Impressive, right? So you, you start to think yourself, you have to be really mentally strong, you have to kind of think of the outcome, right? If you're just running to run, sometimes it's a bit harder, but if you're thinking, Okay, if I get this time I will be this much better or I will beat this guy the next race. So um you just really gotta talk yourself up, but just really understand why you're doing it. So for someone who has the, the goal to run a twenty or a, a half marathon on like 20 kilometers or whatever um, that would be fantastic because each time you're thinking okay this is the way I'm gonna do it um, and this is why I'm doing it so you kind of keep pushing so find right your so, why. yeah That's find your tip. why and and for me it's funny because um, we used to do this like negative 20 our coach used to tell us to go run outside so uh, it was very tough right so you know we would always push through those hard times and then anytime it was nice out it'd be oh this is so easy but translating over to like working out it kind of made it a lot easier for me because if I can go run a long crazy distance uh, race and then go into the gym and do some bicep curls like it's a lot uh, it's a stiff you're testing different you know um, muscles and it's just like it, it became a lot easier for me so that's one thing I'd focus on um, but for you my question is what's your biggest success within the fitness industry like what's one thing you look back on and you're like man I'm proud I did it or man I'm, I'm pumped I accomplished that oh man that's that's really tough yeah. I I wouldn't even know. I mean, I think my my biggest thing is like the first time I was able to like start realizing how much I was able to help others. Like to me, that that's my favorite thing. Like not even so much with myself. Like anytime I do something, it's great and all, but it's so cool knowing like you're part of something bigger than yourself. Even with Colossus, like the amount of people we've reached out to, even like if it's just like helping them with their lap pull down, kind mm -hmm. of like. And these are people I would never know exist. So I love when people come up to me and they're like, "Hey." thank you for this, this helped me out, or hey, you helped me lose 100 pounds, this means the world to me, like, I'm more confident, or hey, you got me ready for my wedding, like, to me, that is, like, the best, I love hearing that, like, because, and this is something I say to anyone I sign up for, like, personal training usually is, like, to me, fitness is very black and white, like, it's like, do this, don't do this, do this, don't, you know what I mean, like, mm -hmm. but for most people, it's so confusing, and going back to why we made this, it's just, like, this crazy, hard-to-understand thing, and fitness is something that's, like, being in shape almost seems unobtainable to a lot of people, and I'm sure people listening to this say, it's great, like, you people can do this, but I'm never going to be able to do that, but to me, I believe anyone can do it, no matter what limitation you have, there's always, and there's so many great forms of inspiration to encourage that, right, like, I even saw like some documentary forget the name of it um it's on Netflix it's 11 minutes only but it's this wrestler and he doesn't like he has no legs but he has nothing like below his torso like his Holy. pelvis I guess like it's like he just looks like an upper body only yeah. and he wrestles like and he hustled too like That's I think beastly. he almost made it to states it's so cool I wish I could remember the name of it if I can find it I'll put it in the show notes but to me like it's just so cool that someone can do it and for me, I know a lot of people, like, they just, they feel, like, stuck by not knowing what to do, so because I'm able to help people make it easier for people and make it something obtainable for people to have in their life and hopefully branch out and help others, that would be definitely my biggest accomplishment, I guess. That's my huge. favorite yeah. thing. I like that, man. That's huge. Okay, kind of a more fun one. Um, what, if you can only wear one brand, would it be Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour? Rank them. Oh man, I'm gonna okay. Adidas, Random question. Adidas, Adidas last for sure. I just really, yeah. Eh? I mean, I don't. Wow. I don't have much actually in my shoes. I've been digging Adidas lately, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. Adidas last. I yeah. just don't have much Adidas. Stuff. I know this is such a personal one. I'm gonna say 
Nike second. Okay. And then Under Armour first. I just, uh, whatever I own from them, my workout shirts, I only have a few, a sweater, a hat. I mean, I guess it's just because I own the most of, you know, that stuff. That's uh, that's going to be mine. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what would be, like, you know, your, your ideal cheat meal? If you were to just, you know, have a coach or, or you told yourself, hey, I can only have one meal this week, everything else is clean, everything else is, like, nutrient-dense, what would that cheat meal be? I mean, I, I honestly, even lately, like, I'm a firm believer if you eat pretty clean, you lose such, like, a lot of things seem so repulsive to me now that are greasy because I've been doing decent, like, with the power kitchen and everything. But my two vices, I guess, always and forever are going to be pasta. I love pasta so much. <laughs> like I, And it's not that it's inherently bad or anything. It's just, like, when I eat pasta, like, I like to eat, like, five bowls of pasta. Like, I like to go hard, right? Like, yeah. lots of ground beef, lots of salsa, lots of onion, lots of garlic. Like, that's heaven to me. And then, of course, pizza. I love pizza so much. It's such an obvious one, but pizza is bay for sure. Oh, pizza is unreal. Pizza, I want some pizza right now. <laughs> yeah, pizza is the best. Um, what's one thing you see people doing wrong constantly the most in the, um, in a, like in a gym, like when we go to get life? I think honestly the biggest thing, and if you guys have ever watched our form videos. Um, I would definitely say uh, this is like a reoccurring theme. This is something that you guys see us talk about every single time. I think it's just rushing through the movements. And um, I just think so many people just don't get a proper contraction. They're swinging too much. And there's like many reasons, right? They just don't understand that they're supposed to squeeze the muscle. They're using too much weight. And I find that almost on every single exercise, I see people doing that. And it's just kind of, you know, pushing you further away from reaching your goals. So that's always something to, uh, to look forward to. For you, this is a bit of a fun one. We've got coffee in front of us. What's your favorite type of coffee? Brand? Brand, yeah. Brand of coffee? Yeah. So uh, we we drink Starbucks so much that I can't say I like it that much, only because I think I drink it way too often. Because yeah, Starbucks is like a essentially you're paying two bucks yeah. for your coffee yeah. and you have a workspace for the whole day. So mm -hmm. me and Kyle don't own an office or anything, so we like to go there and get it done. So Starbucks is very eh for me. Um Man, I don't know. Like, like Keurigs always do me. I like Keurigs, whatever. Like, I'll just mm -hmm. buy a bunch of different kinds. That's my favorite like, thing. You buy like twenty different. It's ones. It's so cool, so yeah. But for me, I guess my favorite is like when you go to those really random, like, cool coffee shops. Like, remember Black Bear? Yeah. Like, you know, like the kind of like more hipster places. Mm -hmm. It's usually pretty cool, and they got all these. You know what? Actually, no. I'll tell you what my favorite actually was. It's District Twenty Eight. District Twenty Eight. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that coffee. So we used to work at this coffee shop all the time. They're actually the company that owns Power Kitchen, yeah. which is our meal prep sponsor. We used to work there all the time. We worked out at uh, Fortis, a gym, the powerlifting gym we previously attended. And, yeah, they they got good coffee, man. I'm telling yeah. you. That coffee is crisp. Oh, interesting. Okay. Let's do one more each. Right, um deal. Whew, this is going to be tough. I need a good one. I need, okay, here. This is a big one, and this is going to get you thinking. Would you recommend a massive first bulk for someone who's in getting into fitness? Massive first bulk. Like, for instance, what you and I both did. Okay. I, to be honest, okay, this is something that's very interesting. A lot of people come to us, they say, um, you know what, I'm looking to gain some size. Okay, I want to get big. But they also say, I want to see abs. Okay, so here's my question, typically... Which one do you want to see more? Do you want to see size 
or do you want to see a six pack short? I was going to say six pack shortcut, six pack abs. Okay, that's a, so good, that's a very simple way of. That's a very that. simple way. If someone says, you know what, I want to get big. Here's the thing: in that first year of lifting as a beginner, you can at least gain 20 to 25 pounds of muscle, and if done properly, which is what Josh and myself did, um, you know, you can see significant gains. Okay, so but if you take it at a slow approach, you can, you know, maybe gain five to ten. So it really depends on what your limits are. But I would say, if like your uh, your goal is mainly to gain muscle, I would go for a big bulk. I would do it. Like you know, it's easy to get off afterwards. You're beginning. Um, you can pump a lot of, uh, you know, get stronger, and that's, you know, the way I would go about it. Yeah, and just adding on to that, like, a big bulk, it depends on what circle, fitness circle you're in can be frowned upon or very praised. So, for myself, I went from about 170 to 240, and it was a push. That's too much weight, um, but I don't regret it. Like, yeah. it, it really added me some great size, and it's very, very much so depends on your goal. Not everyone mm -hmm. wants to be shredded all the time. Not everyone wants to be a mass monster. So, if you want to maximize your muscle, you can definitely do that. You got to keep it within reason. Yeah. And it's, I think it's important too to have someone there that will keep you in check. Like someone yeah. who will say, "Hey, you're getting, you're getting too big. Like, yeah. you got to stop eating. Like, you're kind of getting chunky." I think that's always good. So, no matter who that is, have someone who's going to keep it real with you and find them. But that was a really good answer. Yeah, I, w I will say I wish I did have a coach to kind of guide me through that. Um, just to like, you know, give me a bit of... <laughs> it's hard you know, to know the parameters, yeah, right? 220, just, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to muscle yeah. forever. And like. you're not sure what workouts to do and stuff like as a beginner. But I went from 130 to 180. So that was about 50 pounds. And uh, to be honest, that was probably within a year. Because I remember my teachers, when I stopped running, they were asking me if I started taking steroids. And that's a funny thing because I gained so much muscle, a lot of fat as well. But it set me up nicely down the road. And I do not regret it at all. Um, last question for you. So I'm a beginner or not even a beginner. I'm just looking to take some supplements. Uh, so I'm wondering, you know, what would you recommend? Like just a generic dude. I'm just looking to gain some size. What supplements, you know, are BS and what would be worth it? So we have a top five video that we love. It's on YouTube. Definitely check it out. We go into a lot of science of it. But uh, first and foremost, I would just say protein. Not because it's magic. And I want to make the distinction very clear. If you don't understand this, listen closely. So... If there's a scoop of protein on the table and there's chicken, the chicken is actually better than the protein. The protein isn't more inherently magical, right? Like the chicken's gonna have more natural leucine and you're gonna get like more of the positive natural amino acid source from it, right? Which is what you want. So you wanna make sure majority of your protein is leucine dense, right? But protein is fantastic, it's a substitute. It's very hard to get enough in your diet and protein can be very expensive, especially when you're doing it through like raw foods. Yeah. It can add up, so it's just, it's convenient and it's going to hold you accountable. You're going to have that available, right? And that's why, for me, protein is so great. But once again, it's not magical. Protein doesn't... Protein powder isn't going to turn you into a Greek god of muscle. Like... <laughs> So that's a very important distinction. People get very confused with that one. However, it's insanely valuable and you need to understand its worth. Um, number two, creatine, for sure. Um, in terms of natural supplements, I find this to be the most... Um, beneficial i tend to usually like i'll bloat a bit like maybe four or five pounds from the creatine so just a normal monohydrate basically it's going to allow you to utilize water better through like muscular atrophy right and that's a huge benefit and from that usually i'll find my strength will pop up a lot it's quite noticeable for me uh lately there's been some more research saying that it might lead to hair loss uh before it was kind of questioned whether it would 
now it seems like there's a little bit more but it, to me it doesn't seem overly founded and it's not something I'm personally too concerned about so definitely research that before you go taking it or anything and come to these conclusions yourself look at all the available data and make a educated decision um, then I guess number three would just be vitamin D vitamin D is great um, especially in the winter a lot of people become very deprived of it that's going to help with your energy and give you a lot of benefit there uh, next up fish oils for your joints especially when you're lifting a lot you're putting a lot of tension and uh, kind of just getting them and then number five even though it's not popular probably a BCAA um, doesn't do a ton I mean at the end of the day but I love it like working out with it it's just like even that mixed with pre-workout it just tastes so delicious and it gives me something good to sip on and by me drinking this five calorie tasty drink right getting in my aminos it's better than me you know drinking juice or something like that and it can be great and it can cause me to eat less stay leaner and those are my top five nice man wow this is fun Thank yeah. you guys so much for uh, <laughs> staying tuned. Uh, that was funny because we literally came up with every one of those questions right on the spot. But yeah, I'm um, pretty proud. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with that. So if you guys haven't left a review, it would mean the world. We've got probably about 10 reviews now. Our goal is to get to 20 very soon. So that would mean the world. If you could share this with a friend, we're trying to put out content um, that you guys can actually learn something from and apply into your lifestyle, into your fitness journey, and uh, just become overall healthier. So subscribe, download the podcasts listen to them on the drive listen to them two or three or four times because you guys will get a lot and uh, we'll see you guys in the next upload peace peace